Welcome to the key, y'all. This is going to be our first episode. We are a basketball podcast. I'm Nick. I'm joined by my co-host. Austin, how you doing? I'm doing great, sir. We're really getting into this. Um, So we're going to try to get these out to you all as much as we can. I just want to shout out big inspiration for us when it comes to terms of wanting to record this podcast and actually having not the guts to do it, but actually doing it is through the wire those four guys over there big inspiration for us we listen to them whenever those episodes come out so big shout out to them also one more thing at the very top um shout out to ken shout out to ken uh he's the guy who really uh he followed our twitter first follower on twitter retweeted our tweet liked our tweet shout out ken shout out ken for sure that's my guy um so we've got a good solid episode for y'all today Got teams who've won 2022, players who've won 2022. We're going to give you an overview of the games last night on January 2nd. Uh, then we got Mitchell's crazy game last night. Um, and then we've got our NBA awards so far throughout the season, our top three. And Luca's big week, past four games, never seen anything like it. I believe it was like the first 250 point, 50 rebound, 50 assists throughout five games. We only highlighted four of the games. Still crazy stats coming from that. We've got a article from Bleacher Report of trade trade ideas for contenders. Um, and then to end off the episode, we've got an all-time draft from the Pacific Division, which is just based on accomplishments with the team in the Pacific Division, slightly based on skill as well. Um, but yeah. It's going to be our overview for the podcast today. Uh, let's get it started with the teams who won 2022. Austin, give me your first one. Warriors, the NBA champions of 2022. They've had a solid year despite Curry going out. Um, I feel like that's pretty much it. They won the championship and they had a great year. My first team was also the Warriors. Uh, great year. Um, they really reignited the dynasty, which I like to see, even though I am not a big Warriors guy as me and Austin were talking about last night. But big season from them. I mean, Curry having a great year, uh, becoming first in three-pointers made in for all time, winning the finals, as Austin mentioned, and also just Curry finally getting his finals MVP, which has taken long enough. Shout out to Iguodala. He just got my first it, player on that. Wow. He has got my first player on that. Uh, my player number one is Steph Curry. He's my main winner for the year. Um, Yeah, you know, he had an amazing final series um he won finals mvp which is one of the only things in his career that he hasn't accomplished yet to that point yeah um, sure. you think he stopped 10 nick i wish i could give him the nod i don't even think he's the best point guard of all time agree um i don't even think he's top two hot take right there no that's crazy give me magic and uh no, it crazy. over him okay but uh yeah no he he's for sure top 20 30 um <laughs> that is crazy but no i don't think he's top 10 do you that is hating material. I don't have him top 10. I have him like right outside the like 11, 12, 13. No, I'd say top 20 at the earliest. That's crazy. Um, but yeah, not a big, not a big Warriors Curry guy. Uh, but yeah, he's my second player as well. Finals MVP, as Austin mentioned. First player. Sorry about that. First player to win 2022. I was thinking about the twos. Uh, but yeah, great season overall, as I mentioned before, becoming leading three-point mid. In history, finals MVP, great season. Curry definitely won 2022 in terms of players. Definitely. Let me hear your second team who won 2022. I got the Boston Celtics. 
you know, currently they're having a historic year, but it's not even focused on this year. Focused on last year, and they had an amazing 2022 as well. Um, they made the finals, which is something that they really couldn't do in this last era. Um, <clears throat> you know, they're looking better than they really have since for a minute now. Um, Jason Tatum has solidified himself as an NBA superstar. For sure, yeah. No, I also had the Celtics on mine. Uh, this is our second time recording this, so Austin, this is going to be a repeat for you hearing this, but solidifying the drafting of your core instead of buying sure, your superstars. Sure. I mean, they, they, Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown have been great, great for them, especially this season in 2022, so far as it isn't now 2023. Just those two players along with the rest of the core, I mean, they've, they're even deeper this season than they were last season. So they're looking great for sure. Let me hear your second player. Who My second player is Nikola Jokic. You know, he's a 2022 MVP. He's proven himself to be a top five player in this league, maybe even top three. Um, top one. Jokic is the best player in the world at this moment in time. He's the best player on this amazing Nuggets team. I'll say that. But that's as far as I'm <laughs> going with that. Um, I think he's the best player in this division. I think. We don't have a solid division, so but, I'll take uh, that. But. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, I got him as my number two winner. What do you think? Uh, me as well. I mean, back-to-back MVPs, that says enough for itself. But also, ending the year in the month of January – or month of December, sorry, averaging a triple-double as a center on what the Nuggets look like to be a very good team in December. Shout-out to them. My favorite team, as y'all will get to know. Uh, but, yeah, big year from him, especially ending the this season – not this season, but this calendar year off playing great, winning MVP again. Sure. Shout-out to Jokic. Third team who so, won yeah. 2022. My third team is a little bit of a surprise. I'm going to go with the Orlando Magic. Um, They had an amazing draft, drafting Paulo Bancaro over guys like Chet and Jabari Walker. And Chet's been hurt. Jabari Smith. Jabari Smith, my bad. Jabari Excuse Smith. Uh, Chet's <laughs> been hurt, but uh, Jabari Smith has just been disappointing. And they almost picked Jabari. Glad for them. They didn't. Um, go Blue Devils. Shout out to them. This is a solid team. When they're healthy and having played – Having been coached well, I'll say that. Um, they're showing bowl bowl skills in a way the Nuggets were never able to, and they look like healthy, they could be a playoff contender. I believe the Magic are looking solid this year. I do believe that they definitely won the draft in terms of picking Bancaro first over those two other guys who hopefully will look great in the long run. Excited to see Chet next season. but uh, Excited to see Jonathan Isaac back Oh yeah, whenever sure. he gets back too. Uh, but yeah, no, that that'll be an exciting, fun team to watch, especially with Bowl. Excuse me. Uh, but yeah, I did not have them. I had the Memphis Grizzlies. Uh, going along with what I said about the Celtics, just solidifying that core by drafting and not technically buying all of it. But yeah, they they're a great young team. They proved that last proved that last year. Uh, that playoff series against the Warriors was just pure entertainment. Every single game. I just saw a clip the other day of Curry going over to Jaw after game one, telling him how it was fun. I like to see that from Curry. Uh, but, yeah, no, the Grizzlies had a great season last year, uh, especially with their decent run in the playoffs, which I don't like the Warriors, as we <laughs> we pretty much almost established. But I would have liked to see them go a little farther. But, no, great season from them. Jaw's been doing his thing. Love seeing what he's doing. Let me hear your third player. Player number three is going to be Shea Gillis-Alexander. Um, it's the first year the Thunder have really had the confidence that they currently have in him. You know, he's looking like an all-star, which he definitely is. You know, he's averaging, I believe, 31 right now, which is unseen from a guy like him. And confirm. Um, 
Yeah, he's just been playing great. Uh, I do not have Shea on my list, but my third player is Brunson. Had showed last year in the playoffs that he can be maybe not a number one option, but he got paid. He got his bag for sure, and shout out to him because he deserved that bag. Um, a little, uh, a little overpay for my personal. Opinion. I mean, we could we could say that. Uh, what's the word when like coaching franchise go after players? You seem to my. I'm just blanking right now. I have no clue to try to say right. me personally. But yeah, a little um tampering. A little tampering, tampering below tampering. the below the signing, but also I'm gonna go on a little tangent about that real quick. The tampering penalty is not enough. It's like a second round pick in like five years. <laughs> I agree. I do not care. If I can tamper all I want, I'd give up as many second picks. All that's doing is ruining somebody's chances when they get in the NBA because they're gonna take away one draft pick. So one guy won't be able to get it. To hear his name called. That's very valid. I, I can I can vouch for that. Let me hear your fourth team. I got the Cleveland Cavaliers. Good. Which pick. I believe you have as well. I do. Um they have Evan Mobley, who is the runner up in rookie of the year, I believe. Um they also have Jarrett Allen and Darius Garland who made their first all star team. Um really looking elite right now. Um they had a really surprising season in twenty twenty two as a lot of people, including me, did not have them going as far as they did. Um and yeah, now they traded for for Donovan Mitchell this year too. Last year, and he's looked amazing. For sure, I also had the Cavs. That young roster they have over there is just exciting. I'm still a big fan of Kevin Love, even if he's not producing the same production. But seeing him off the bench with that young group of guys is very entertaining. Um, but yeah, solid moves by the Cavs in the off season, filling that void. I mean, they could still get a small four. Isaac Okoro is great defensively, but his production offensively offense, is. Bro needs to just fix his shot or something. But yeah, I have the Cavs as well. Great, great, great year from them as it surprised Austin and definitely surprised me. Having them go that far, having Darius Garland, big fan of him. Get his first all-star nod along with Jared Allen. Big, big year for them last year, especially with this offseason. And we'll get into it a little later why the Donovan Mitchell trade is definitely working out in their favor. Let me hear your fourth player. My fourth player is DeMar DeRozan, which is a little bit of a surprise. Um, I focus mainly on last season when I say DeMar. Uh, he had a little resurgence last year as he looked in Toronto. He looked pretty much the same last year. Let me carry the Bulls. Maybe not carry, but he brought the Bulls <laughs> to the playoffs, led the team uh, for the first time. The Bulls made the playoffs in a minute. Um, Yeah, he looks amazing. I can completely agree with that. I do not have him on my list for sure. Um, But I do have Bo Bull. Uh, Bo Bull is looking so solid this year. It's really fun to watch with a young Magic team. Uh, but I'm I'm just glad Bro got the chance to shine in a way that the Nuggets couldn't provide for him because of the depth. I used quotations on this, the depth they had last year. Um, but yeah, I big fan of Bobo. Love to see him get drafted than the Nuggets, but I'm even even happier to see him get a shot that he deserves with the Magic mm-hmm. for sure. So I say he definitely won the 2022 calendar year. So that's gonna about wrap it up for the teams. And players who won 2022. Uh, next will be our overview of the games last night on January 2nd, 2023. All right, so now y'all is going to be our overview of the games last night on January 2nd. Uh, as we are recording this right now, it is January 3rd. So we're going to try to cover those games for y'all. First game I've got on my board is the Knicks game, where I believe the Knicks beat the Suns. Let me hear your thoughts on that, Austin. Yeah, Julius Randle had a great game. Uh, 28, 16, and 6. He's a great passive big man, as you've seen in the games. 
yeah, uh, the Suns look terrible. <laughs> They're still missing Booker, and he would have helped them a lot, but I still think they win that game here with Booker. I agree. Big game from Randall as he drops uh, 28, 16, and 6, as Austin highlighted. Uh, but yeah, uh, this, nobody on the Suns scored over 12 points, which is extremely disappointing, especially when you're missing your best player. you got to have those guys step up and take the, the next leap and lead that team. Disappointing from Chris Paul, um, as he's been extremely underwhelming this year. Uh, but yeah, I don't believe and then the Suns win that game with Booker either. But a great game from the Knicks. Uh, I like to see what Brunson and Randall are doing out there, especially in this past week or two. Uh, they've been looking nice, so that's great to see. Uh, next, we've got the Pacers beating the Raptors despite a big game from Gary Trent Jr. Let me hear your thoughts on that, Austin. Yeah, like you just mentioned, Gary Trent played great, along with Pascal Siakam, but he couldn't get it done against Benedict Matherin. He was the highest scorer on the Pacers. Um, he scored 21 points, but it couldn't. Uh, but, yeah, he won 21. 22 to 114 against the Raptors. The Raptors have been disappointing. Is there a move they could realistically make them to come in a contender, Nick? I don't think they can be contenders this year or the next. Um, but yeah, as Austin's coughing over there. <coughs> wow. Um, but yeah, I mean, great outings from Scotty Barnes and Siakam as Gary Chen Jr. also drops 32, as I highlighted. Just a great overall game from those three players. Uh, disappointing from Fred Van Fleet as he's been extremely underwhelming this year after his great play last year. Pacers, Benedict Matherin, bro, off the bench. He's been looking great this season as we'll go to him uh, later, as I know we both have him in our awards later for sure. Uh, but, yeah, decent game from Buddy Heald, Miles Turner, and Halliburton. But Matherin's been that guy so far this year. Um, sure. Do you do you think the Raptors could do anything to make them semi contenders? I think Zach Levine trade would help them out a little bit. Um, I also think they need a new starting point guard, as like we've said, Fred Van Vick has been a little disappointing. But realistically, I don't know who they could get in the point guard market. Yeah, I wouldn't jump the gun on Fred Van Vliet so far um, into the season as he's shown he can be that guy for them. Uh, but yeah, great game from the Pacers as they beat the Raptors. Uh, next game I've got in the lineup is your Lakers beating the Hornets as LeBron drops 43. Good outing from Rozier off the Hornets, too. Um, Yeah, so LeBron is now 38 years old. And ever since he turned 38, he's had two good games, two amazing games, leading the Lakers to two straight wins, even without Anthony Davis, who's been at MVP level when he's actually been able to play. Um, Yeah, last night he scored 42 and 11. And with a Six assists and a 121 to 115 win against Charlotte. For the Hornets, Terry Rozier shot great. He also played pretty solid along with Lamella Ball. For sure. I like to see Terry Rozier uh, really getting into it. I'm a big fan of him. like the way he hoops for sure. Um, I have to mention this. Sad to see um, Kelly Oubre go out with an injury. He's been hooping this year. He's been great for them. Definitely deserves some all-star nods um, so far into the season, but I'm not sure how, how long he'll be out, but disappointing to see him fall. A um, little bit of a stinker from Gordon Hayward, as I like to say. Um, but yeah, Terry Rozier, Lamella Ball, they, they're getting it done. Lamella Ball! All right. Next game on the roster I have is the Pelicans 
losing to the 76ers as Embiid drops a solid, only solid because it's Embiid. It's uh, a light Embiid game. 42 and 11. Uh, great games from Zion and CJ. The Pelicans cannot get it done, though, as Zion fell to injury. Sad to see that happen again as well. Shout out to Zion. Big Hooper, especially this year, he's been going off. But yeah, what are your thoughts on that game, Christian Oscar? Um, yeah, it's just set to be an amazing matchup as they're both super high up in their respective conferences. As you said, Embiid had a great night, which he typically does, scoring 42 and getting 11 rebounds. Um, that's a big win for the 76ers. But like, yeah, as you said, Zion Williamson will be missed for the next few weeks from the Pelicans, and I hope they can still get it done without him. For sure, for sure, for sure. All right. Getting into our bigger game semi, at least with this one, the Nets win their 12th game in a row, showing to be one of the teams to beat out East, uh, as well as the Celtics. Uh, I like to see the great production from TJ Warren off the bench. That was nice to see. But overall, great games from Kyrie and KD as they blew out the Spurs. It is the Spurs, so it's not as impressive as it would be um, if it were literally any other team. Uh, but yeah, Keldon Johnson had a night for sure, 22 points for sure. That's about all the Spurs had going for them. Right, it was a net show. Oh, for sure. Those highlight-filled game. Highlight-filled game. That one put-back dunk from Kyrie was I didn't know Kyrie had it like that. I did not either. Bro got up there for sure, though. Uh, but yeah, Seth Curry played great. Um, like to see some production from him as they need that um, outside of Kevin Durant and Kyrie. Ben Simmons with another Ben Simmons-type game with 4-9-6. and six. But yeah, disrespectful. <laughs> no disrespect to him. I'm becoming a bigger Ben Simmons guy, but it's hard. It's hard living that life. But yeah, great game from the Nets to win their 12th in a row. But yeah, looking like the team to beat out East along with the Celtics as of right now. Next, we've got my Denver Nuggets losing to the Timberwolves. Despite Jokic's solid game, as he does as well. Uh, as well as Bones dropping 18 off the bench. Uh, but the lack of defense costs him for sure again. The usual Nuggets thing. Um, yeah, as you said, Jokic played great. But uh, Aaron Gordon, I feel like, was the big the big player for him with the 16 rebounds. Even though he only scored 12 points, um, rebounds like that from a forward is definitely something you could use. For sure. He definitely deserves some All-Star nods this year. That's something to look at. I don't believe he will make the All-Star game, but he definitely deserves some nods. For sure. Uh, but yeah, lack of production off the bench is just ridiculous. Along with the defense. We are ranked like 28th or something like that in defense in the league. And that's really disappointing to see from such a great offensive group that we have out there out west. But yeah, Timberwolves beat us without D'Lo and Cat. I'd like to mention. So that, is, that is embarrassing. D'Lo hasn't been bad this year, though. Okay. All right. <laughs> um... Next, I have the Luka Mavericks sneaking past the Rockets with a near triple-double from Luka. Let me hear your thoughts on that, Austin. He scored 39 points. Luka does what he does. But, um, yeah, he was really his only player like he typically is. Um, although he did have a little bit of help from Christian Wood and Tim Hardaway Jr., Christian Wood getting it done with 21 points in 29 minutes. Pretty solid. You know, he's looking like their second-best player, which I feel like he has the potential to be. Um, Tim Hardaway Jr., though, He's a great scorer uh, when he starts. He's a great scorer. Uh, 21 points from him as well, but a little disappointing rebound-wise and wasn't passing the ball like that either. Yeah, that is Tim Hardaway Jr. for you. 
But uh, as we have seen, me and Austin did go to a Mavericks game not too long ago. Tim Hardaway Jr. dropped, I think, 30-something, 40-something. That game yeah. he played great. Uh, but yeah, this this team just needs help, I believe. Luka cannot just carry them on his back all year and expect them to be a great team. But yeah, that's about all for the Mavs game. I mean, only beating the Rockets by five is not a great, great look for them. Cause, but they did, they did, they did win. I think it, they're six in a row, something like that. Next, I've got Bam dropping thirty-one and thirteen, looking like the best player on the Heat in this game, uh, beating the Clippers. As the Clippers are definitely missing Kawhi. What are your What are your thoughts on overall that game, Bam's performance, and the Clippers as a whole? Bam played great. He's looking like the best player on the Heat right now. Just 31-13. You know, when you think Bam, you really think defense. You don't really think scoring a lot of the time, but he did the scoring as well when Jimmy Butler couldn't. Um, for the Clippers, they were missing Kawhi, but, you know, this season Kawhi, when he has played, he hasn't been playing like Kawhi. So they're missing him a little bit, but they also need production from everybody else on the team, not named Paul George, which they've been missing. I completely agree. Norman Powell's got to step up, which is weird to say, but he, when Kawhi's out, he's got to be that guy for them. Um, but yeah, just a stinker from the Clippers. Uh, but great game from Bam, as he's been showing out, as Jimmy Butler's been underwhelming this season. Next, we've got the Blazers absolutely blowing out the Pistons, as Jeremy Grant had 36, Anthony Simons had 30. What are your thoughts on that game, Austin? Jeremy Grant has played great all year. Honestly, I think he deserves an all-star appearance. Um, nobody watched this game. Let's be honest with each other. But um, yeah, Jeremy Grant's been great. Um, Anthony Simons has taken over Lillard's void. Lillard is playing, but he's not playing like Damian Lillard. Um, I feel like that's pretty much all I have to say about that one. What do you think? Yeah, this is not Dame time as of right now. Not Dame time. Of right now, but yeah, Jeremy Grant has been great. He definitely deserves some All Star votes, if not an appearance for sure. It's a great signing or trade from them. I, I don't remember, uh, but yeah, I was a big fan of him when he was on my Nuggets for that one season. Uh, but yeah, he was a great player. What about that year? Like to see him striving out there. Next, two biggest games of the night, I'd say. Got the Warriors double OT classic as they win their fifth straight game. Surprising with Curry being out. Play drops a classic 54. Um, and the game winner coming from Kevon Looney as time expired on the putback. We watched this game, at least for the little bit of the fourth quarter and the both overtime periods. The biggest thing I know Austin will say, I'll let Austin say, the biggest thing from the Warriors was their lack of intensity and laziness. They were super lazy. They blew a huge lead in the, I believe it was the third quarter, um, which is something that the Warriors have been doing quite a bit, we're being honest with each other. I think Steve Kerr hasn't been doing what he should be doing as the, what is he, two-time coach of the year. Um, Yeah, super lazy play from the Warriors. Bad shots all around. Oh, yeah, for sure. The so- the shot selection, especially late game, was horrendous. I mean, they got bailed with Draymond making that Draymond pull. Draymond should not be shooting end. that, but it went in. So it went in. <laughs> but, yeah, the shot selection from Jordan Pooley is not looking like the highest IQ player right now. Uh, but, yeah, that's. About all great putback from Kevon Looney as he had a monster game on the boards. You ready to get into that big one? I'm ready. All right, the Cavaliers coming back from down 21 to beat the Chicago Bulls, who are great at blowing leads. Thoughts on that game? Don't let's not get into Donovan Mitchell course, quite yet. Uh, but overall thoughts on that game? Demar was the big star. 
not named Donovan Mitchell, who scored 44, 4, and 3 in 46 minutes. Um, Zach Levine, you know, he's a great second star, which I think another team could use him more than the Bulls can. You know, the Bulls are currently 16, 21. But yeah, he scored 26, 6, and 6. Um, Nikola Vucevic didn't play bad, which he typically does, we're being honest. Yeah. Uh, 20, 13, and 2. Before we get into Donovan Mitchell, I would just like to highlight this. Bro dropped 12 in overtime. That is crazy. Uh, capping off his career night for sure. But uh, the Cavaliers scored 20 points in the second quarter. And then in the third, they just came back to life. Dropped 44 in the third. That's what really struck it off for them uh, heading into the late game to secure that comeback for sure. But yeah. Ready to get into D-Mitch. I'm ready to get into D-Mitch. Donovan Mitchell, 71, 11, and 8. Crazy stat line from him. Only two rebounds short of a 70-point triple-double. I had this question. Where does this stat line rank all-time? It's got to be top 10. It's I would completely be. agree. It's got to be. Um, um, if y'all would go check out our Twitter, hashtag, not hashtag, at the plug. Or, the wow, what? I'm just... Plugging everything, thinking about plugs uh, at the key pod. Go check us out on Twitter. Hey, put a poll up. Which stat line was better? Was it Donovan Mitchell's 71, 11, and 8, or Luca's 60 point, 20 rebound, triple double? Crazy responses from that. We've gotten one. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, I would go with Lucas for sure. I would also go Luca, but Donovan Mitchell's been amazing. You know, he's the. A- Seventh player in NBA history to score 70-plus points. First to do it since 2017 when Devin Booker did it. And then uh, the most points scored since Kobe Bryant in 2006. This huge 81-point game. R.I.P. Bean, for sure. But yeah, big game from him as he led that comeback again. 12 points in overtime is ridiculous. The Bulls' defense, um, I would like to see Vucevic like, play defense in the paint in overtime, for sure. The, the drives that they were allowing Donovan, Donovan Mitchell to have were just ridiculous time and time again getting fouled. Um, but yeah, Donovan Mitchell, seven threes. Great game for yeah. him. All right, next we are going to get in our awards for the year so far. We've got three for each category. We'll give you our second and third and then our overall winner for that. But yeah, we'll start with Coach of the Year first. All right, so starting off with Coach of the Year. My two and three, no order, can go either way. Got Mike Brown with the Kings. Uh, Kings have been shown off this year as they have been one of the most poverty franchises for the past, at least my lifetime. Um, but yeah, they have been stinkers the past couple of years for sure. But Mike Brown turning this franchise around, they're looking nice, has some great acu- acquisitions this past offseason. Big word for Nick. Uh, but yeah, looking looking solid right now. They They shut down my nuggets the other night as Malik Monk had a great game. But yeah. Got Mike Brown. Then my other second and third is going to be Joe Mazzula filling in for Ime Udoka. Celtics are the number one team in the league right now, and they've been showing it. They've had great production from bench, offense, defense. They're great. Uh, they did did have a big loss tonight as we are recording this to the Thunder. Huge loss. Gave up 150 to the Thunder, but we'll get into that probably in our next episode. Um, but, yeah, those are my two and three. Let me hear yours. So yeah, I got Mike Malone. <clears throat> you know, he's I think he's just as valuable to that team as Nicole Jokic is. Um, I think he puts out good rotations as I think I guess you don't. 
Yeah, so I'll, I'll go into this real quick and I'll let you continue. But I saw something earlier this season from, I assume, Nuggets fans with the, excuse me, the rotations he was putting out that he deserves to be fired. I completely disagree, but the rotations were borderline horrendous. Um, putting just random players on the court. You do got to rest those starters, especially with some of them being injury prone. But yeah, uh, Michael Malone's a great pick. I'll let you continue into that. Yeah, he's um, leading one of the least seed teams right now to the first seed in the Western Conference. Although he does have Nikola Jokic, but um, I think he's a solid coach. I think he's a great coach. And yeah, that's why he's my number two slash three. Um, my other one is Willie Green. He's number three in the um, wide open West right now. He's only one game behind the Denver Nuggets, who are number one. Um, this team is a surprise for me. I didn't think the Pelicans would be this good going into the season. Um, and yeah, he's been a great leader for them. And pretty much it i would agree with that my number one who i have winning as of right now i would probably take it back now that zion is out as willie green uh this is a great young team over there with some some young stars over there in bi who we haven't seen a lot of this season but great production zion has been playing out of his mind this year uh, which is great to see i wish he would not get injured i wish i could control that um, but yeah, no, great season from the Pels. Uh, they're 23 and 14 as of right now. Great record. Willie Green could definitely get that nod. Okay. Who's your number one going to be? My number one is Jacques Vaughn. Uh, he took over the Nets when they fired coach Steve Nash following great a pick. two and five record. They have Mallard back since. They're currently on a 12 game winning streak and sitting at a record of 25 and 12. You know, they went uh 23 and seven since firing Steve Nash. I think that's a big reason for Jacques Vaughn. Um, they're currently second behind the Boston Celtics, who are historically great right now in the East. And it looks like he brought some to this team that Coach Steve Nash really never did. I would completely agree. I think having him step in instead of what was rumored to be Ime Udoka uh, has worked out great for them so far. We'll see how it plays out in the long run if Udoka goes back or what's the plan with that or whatever whatever happens. But that great picks all around. I think all five of those guys that we had, could win it for sure. Um, MIP now, most improved player. Let me hear. Let me hear your two and three first. All right. So for my two and three, I got Shea Gilles Alexander, who I think a lot of people are currently have winning, and I imagine you might as well. And Tyrese Halliburton. So for Shea, he's a guy who, could, uh, who will be seeing another award later because he's arguably the most clutch player in the league. He's taken a jump from an All Star level player to an almost superstar. He is now a lock to be an All Star. He's averaging thirty one points. Five rebounds and six assists on a pretty bad Thunder team right now. He's been pretty solid defensively as well. The main stat that has went up was his points per game, going up 6.3 points in just one more minute per game. The reason why I don't think he will win this award for me is that his turnovers have also gone up last year. Well, he, from last year, while his rebounds and assists have slightly dropped. And then for Tyrese, he's in his third season and he gets better each year. He's a near 50-40-90 player and is currently averaging a double-double and is a top three-point shooter in the league. He's currently averaging 21-4-10. and 10. The points and assists are both career highs for Tyrese, and even more impressive is how he's doing this in almost two less minutes per game than he was last year. I um, I have Shea up there, which I could see. I could see Shea winning based on how it was voted last year, for sure, with uh, John Morant winning, who... Took, took a jump for sure, but was not as big as the other jumps uh, as his teammate Desmond Bain took. But Shea for sure, I mean, 35, or not 35, wow, 
that would he would win 35 uh, and 6 pretty much great stat line i mean he's been solid for the thunder i like how they're really letting him shine as their number 1 this season for sure got a great young young roster out there i'm excited to see chet next season but yeah shay's been shay's been great this year another player i'd like to give the nod to got to be bobo got to get some sort of nod to that um 12 7 and 1 uh defensively he has been solid too as you would hope a 7-3 guy with very long arms would be um but yeah just actually having a chance this season to play um minutes per game has to be at least doubled if not tripled uh but yeah i'm liking the production they're getting out of him this year the magic are fun to watch and bowl is really looking solid for them those are gonna be my two and three let me hear that winner so i'd imagine they both have the same player for the winner i do not i can confirm already Oh, really? I, yes, I can confirm. All right, we'll have Laurie Markkinen as my number one. He got traded from the Cavs in the Zonovan Mitchell trade, as what looked in as what looked at as a throw as a salary cap throw in. I'm sorry, um, but yeah, right now he's the number one op- option for the Jazz. Um, the Jazz are a team who's admittedly fallen off a little bit because you know they started the season amazingly, number one in the West. Started now, hot, very now hot. I believe they're number ten in the West. So they've fallen off a little bit. But yeah, they still look much better than most people, including myself, expected them to look. Um, he's currently averaging 24, 8.5, and, and 2, which is 9 points, 2.8 rebounds, and 0.6 better, assists better than last year. He's only getting four more minutes per game. I was planning to throw Markinen in there. I cannot lie. I just really wanted to give the throw in to my guy, Bobo. Uh, that's why I threw him. I would have had Laurie Markinen as one of my two or three guys, but. Winning it, I have Tyrese Halliburton. Okay. Um, great year so far. I love to see what that man is doing. I was a big fan of him in Kings. I remember um, there was one 2K card last year, or it might have been the year before. God, first card I pulled, first diamond, loved it. Uh, it's what really ignited my love for that man. No no gay stuff. Card was a dog. <laughs> um, card was a dog. Oh, uh, God, it was. But yeah, 20, pretty much 21, 4, and 11. Or ten, sorry, uh, having a great year. I mean, he's really proven to show that the Pacers have a point guard, and that is great to see. I think both the Pacers and the Kings won that trade, um, which that trade will never get mentioned ever again because it is pretty much completely irrelevant. In, I in my opinion, that. I I would say irrelevant now that I feel like nobody brings it up, but I feel like both teams won the trade. Pacers got a great player out of Halliburton. I'd love to see him get the nod from us. Then, got Defensive Player of the Year. Let me hear those two and three. So, honestly, I only thought there were two guys deserving of this. So, okay. I only got, got two players. Okay. Um, for my number two, I got Brooke Lopez. Okay. Brooke is looking like the best rim protector in the league on the top defensive front court with him and Giannis. He's averaging 2.6 blocks per game. And more importantly than that, they're winning games with him at center. Um, right. He's looked a lot better than Rudy, Rudy Gobert, who, you know, has got a bag playing defense. I, I would also agree with that. I have Brooke Lopez as one of my two and three guys. Um, 2.6 blocks on the year, 0.6 steals, almost a steal a game is great for a big man, and he's really been locking down that paint, or as, as some would say, the key. Shout out to us real quick. Um, the key pod. The key pod, yeah, yep, follow us on, on Twitter, Twitter again. <laughs> um, but yeah, my, my other guy who I would say is third, I wanted to throw in here because he's been great. OG. 2.2 steals on the year, almost a block a game. Great defensive play, 100%. honestly. Um, 
he's been in those lanes for sure. I think I think he might be leading the steals in league or leading the league in steals. Definitely up there at this point for sure. Up there, top three for sure. But yeah, great great production from him defensively this year as he's always been solid. But for sure this year on that Raptors team, I'm gonna throw out my winner first because I know at this point we have the same winner. It's gotta be Jared Jackson Jr. I actually, just I'm just joking. I'm okay, just joking. I was about to say there's no way one steal a game. Three blocks a game. As a big man, he's he's killing it. I would have loved to see him play from the start. That would have been great to see. But he is having a year for sure. And defensively, he's what that Grizzlies team needs. Exactly. Yeah, he makes the Grizzlies elite. Um, honestly, I almost had some different guys up there instead of Jaren because he only played 20 out of his 36 team games. But at that point, it'd be disrespectful not to even include him. His numbers are off the charts. He passes the eye test for sure. I um, would completely agree. Without him, the Grizzlies are nowhere near as good as the Grizzlies are. I uh, For sure, yeah. And they've got some solid defensive players. I mean, they've got a defensive roster for sure. But Jaron's just a star of that, and I like to see that from him. Also had a good 2K pink diamond card. Do you remember that? <laughs> I do remember that. Great. Um, all right. Rookie of the year. I'll give you my two and three first. Oh, we've got to have the same top three. We there's to, there's three to. guys. I'll just throw out my two and three. It's got to be Matherin. And Ivy. Uh, Jaden Ivy having 15, 4, and 4 for the Pistons. I feel like he's really going to get his shot now that Cade is for sure out the rest of the season, which we have known for the past month. But um, Killian Hayes is not that guy. So I'd like to see Jaden Ivy get some more playing time. Get those punches in, though. <laughs> Bro, knocked him out. Um, but yeah, Jaden Ivy, he's been a great guard. Austin's got his jersey. I mean, great, great player. Uh, 15, 4, and 4 is solid as he was. Leave coming off the bench when Cade was. Oh no, he was starting. He was just playing the two. Okay, so having a smaller two guard ish, um, average that is really nice to see as a rookie coming into the league. My second, I would say this is arguably unanimous second, if not could get some nods for first is Matherin. Um, having seventeen four and one and a half, he's having a great year. I mean, I'll mention him in my next award for sure. Um, but yeah, no, he's having a great year. Love to see that production off the bench. Um, that's pretty much it. So yeah, obviously you got the same two players. Um, for Jaden Ivey, he's my favorite. He's my favorite rookie to watch right now. Um, he's super athletic. He's a little bit of a jump shot as well. With Kate out, he's taking a big step up from where he was. He, although he is pretty inconsistent, he does need to improve that part of his game. He just scored his first thirty point game pretty recently. Love to see that from him. Uh, I believe you also have Matherin. I do have Matherin, but he's my number three instead of my number two. Interesting. Yeah, he's a six-man on the Pacers, but he's taking a big step back from where he was earlier this season. He's still playing great, though, but, you know, I think he does need to take another step up. For sure, for sure. Um, Almost not unanimous. Unanimous. Uh, unanimous. Paolo. It's got to be Paolo Bancaro. Having a great year. Um, Where is he at? 21, 6.7, and 4 on the year. Having a great season. Go Blue Devils. That's all I got to say. Um. I think the Magic definitely definitely went right with picking him instead of Jabari Smith and um, Chet, as Chet is now injured and out for the year. But I would have loved to see Chet. This would have been a fun race for sure with Chet in here if he was playing at the level we all thought he was going to be. But, yeah, that's going to be my winner. Yeah, uh, obviously I got the same player. Um, he was the number one pick this year, and he looks well worth that. He looks like a veteran right now, even as a rookie. He looks oh, like a veteran. For sure. He's a great defender, and he's – by far the best player on a fun-to-watch Orlando Magic team. He's leading all rookies with 21 points per game, 7 rebounds, and 4 assists. 
He's a rookie, so he's not perfect. His shooting numbers are not great at all. But being the number one option on his team covers that up just a little bit. For sure. I completely agree with that. Um, next, six man. This, my my two could get some nods for one, for sure. I could see you having him as one. Uh, my three is going to be Malik Monk. Okay. Uh, uh, 14, 14 and a half, two and a half, and about four. Having a great year off the bench for the Kings. I love to see that signing. He tore up my nuggets the other night, having a great night. Uh, but yeah, having great production off the bench on a Kings team that is playing well is a great thing to see. And Malik Monk is doing that at a very high level right now. My my two is going to be Jordan Poole. Okay. Um, 20 points, two and four. Could be better. I believe it will be better with Curry missing some games. But... um. I feel like we've seen this Jordan Poole before, and there are other guys to mention regardless. But great year from him. I like to see that improvement. Big fan of him regardless. Would like to see him somewhere else besides the Warriors, as I don't like them. Um, (laughs) But, yeah, that's going to be my two and three. Got me looking like a Nuggets fan out here. I got Bones Highland as my number three. Like to see that. Shout out, Bones. He's one of the most underrated players in the league. He's really the Nuggets' only bench scorer when Jokic comes out. He feels energy the second he checks into the game. He's one of the most inconsistent players in the league, though. As, as a Nuggets fan, I'm sure you can agree with that. Oh yeah, for sure. Um, wow. <laughs> but, um, yeah, he's really the Nuggets' only scorer off the bench, and he plays amazing a lot of the time. My number two is also the same as you, Jordan Poole. Yeah, he's the Warriors' second best scorer with Curry in, and he's shown that with Curry out, he looks every dollar worth that contract extension. He's a really fun player to watch, but as we talked about earlier, he gets a lot. He's gets pretty lazy at times, and his IQ is. Not the highest, I will yeah. say that. And he has dumb turnovers and pretty bad shot selections, too. Uh, for sure. I, I like that Bones pick, for sure. I'd say if he was more consistent, I would have definitely gave him the nod. But I agree with that feeling, the energy, right, as he checked into the game. After he hits a big three, going to hype the crowd up, it's it's crazier live to see that than it is anything else. Big fan of Bones. Shout out to him. My number one is Benedict Matherin, though. Wow. Really? You're... Wow. Okay. As we mentioned it before, 17-4. And uh, one and a half. He's rookie, having great production off the bench, having a great year. I like to see that from him. Um, Honestly, this feels pretty disrespectful. You got Russell Westbrook. Wow. I would like to say this before he goes into this. I did write down in my notes. I'll even show you this. At six man buffer is Westbrook. He he confuses me. That's <laughs> that's all I can say on that. Is his production really just confuses me. No, he's a great player, though. He shot a lot better coming off the bench, and he's played a lot better as well as the team. Um, He accepted his role as a six-man and really has played amazing with it. You know, he played, obviously, he played with, like, starting with the Lakers at the beginning of the year, and he just wasn't playing as well as you would have hoped. But, um, yeah, as a six-man, he's playing a lot better. I would agree he has been solid, definitely off the bench. But, I, as I said, he is my buffer. He's just got to play a little better for me to give him that nod. Next. Got clutch player, new award introduced this year. Definitely. Um, I'm really not sure who my number one is here, so I'll just give you my. I'll give you two, but really it could go anyway. <coughs> this is my little throwaway pick. Got Tyler Hero. Okay. Uh, 36 points in the clutch this year. Uh, but he's had some big, big shots late game, especially that game winner he had the other night against the Jazz, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, big shot. Gave me flashbacks to the Dwayne Wade shot. Love that. Um, big fan of him. He's been been solid in the clutch this year. Also got Shea, as you mentioned earlier. 
uh, 60 points in clutch time this year so far. He's been very clutch. Um, <laughs> I really, really don't know how much more depth to go in there, but if the Thunder would win more games, I would say he's almost a lock. Yeah. Um, see, the thing about this award is that we really don't know how people are going to vote for it. But, uh, yeah, for my top three, I got Donovan Mitchell, who, you know, is not a big game winner guy, but when he comes into the game in the clutch, I like that. the I final like that. two minutes, you know, you really expect him to go out there and score. For sure. Every point. And he scores a lot of them, too. <laughs> my number two will be Luka Doncic. Um, he's one of those players that when he comes into a game in a clutch situation, you just expect something to happen. A lot of the time, he does. You know, you've seen him shushing his own crowd. You know, you've seen some, <laughs> that was wild. You've seen some I'm wild sorry. moments from him. You know, he's a very clutch player. And yeah, pretty much it for that one. That is my number one is okay. Luka. He's got 53 points in the clutch this year. I do agree with you, though, that this is a new award, so we don't really know the criteria as well as the other awards for sure. But I do like Luka winning that. I mean, just the stats, bro, and the amazing comebacks he's led. That Knicks game, I think just that Knicks game deserves him to win this award. That sure. that locks that up for him. But that's my number one. Yeah, my number one is Shea. Um, yeah, as we talked about, he's the most improved player candidate. He's also one of the most clutch players in the league that improved too. Um, he has countless clutch moments this league, this, in this league. He's had a couple game winners as well. Yeah, that's that about covers that. Um, all right, the big one now, MVP. I'd like to hear your two first. <laughs> I'll do my three first, actually. Really? That's okay with you. My three is Luka Doncic. You know, for me, he wasn't really a guy who was super in this race until a week ago when he went on that run that we will talk about next. But, um, yeah, he's going on a crazy historical run right now. Yeah, that's pretty much it for why he's there. Nicole Jokic is my number two. I want to add this before you go on to yeah. that. I would have give Luca the nod. He is not in my top three. Okay. Only because the Mavs are absolutely horrendous. That seems like a reach. I just, I just had to add that. That is my reasoning for that. My number two is Nicole Jokic. He's currently on the best team in the West, and his impact is something that just gets better every year. When he's not in the game, which is what we've talked about a few times already in this podcast, they'll get a college team. Um, but when he is playing, they look like the best team in the league. Not to mention that he is the best passing big man of all time and can be seen on occasion dropping 50. I like that pick. Um, I'll give you my two and three right now real quick. At my three, I have Kevin Durant. Okay, okay. Uh, he's averaging about 39 and five and a half right now. Solid year from him, really, as the Nets are climbing in the Eastern uh, rankings. That's That's why I gave him the nod over guys like Luka. But yeah, just the Nets, the play recently and how great Durant has been throughout his career, and he's continuing that at such a high level on this, not newish team, but the fact that they're gelling like this and he's putting up those kind of numbers is great to see. Uh, my two is Jason Tatum. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's got about 31 per game, eight, excuse me, and four. Um, and I love to see that from him. Uh, as the Celtics are the number one team in the league uh, as of right now. Sorry, I'm trying to figure this out on my computer. But yeah, Jason Tatum, great production, number one scorer on the best team in the league. Overall, just great. I don't know how he couldn't get at least a top three nod for that for sure. So yeah, you pretty much covered it. My number one is Jason Tatum. Um, you know, he's taking a big jump up from last year when he made the finals, and now he's on a historic team. Uh, making his a uh, great run as the best player on this amazing team. 
Um, admittedly, though, this race has gotten a lot closer as of late. Um, but yeah, without him, the Celtics would be nowhere near as good with his, as you talked about, his 31, his 8, and his 4. But uh, defensively, he's been pretty good, too. You know, he's shooting, sure. he's shooting really well as well. Besides his 3-point numbers, his 3-point numbers could be a little bit better. Besides that, he's just playing amazing. Um, leading into my number one, gotta gotta throw this in there. I'm a Nuggets fan, so Nikola Jokic winning his third MVP in a row will be the fourth player to do that, hopefully. Um, but yeah, twenty five and a half, eleven, and almost ten, almost averaging a triple double. If he can get those assists up to end the year, that will be wonderful. Um, uh, but yeah, no, he's had some big games. I believe that forty twenty game that he had a triple double in as well was crazy. Uh, but yeah, Nikola Jokic leading player on the number one team out west for me it's either got to be him or tatum at this point just because of how great they are for their great team i agree yeah that about wraps up the awards got Jokic winning mvp hopefully um next is going to be our big week that luka Doncic had um historic it's really all we got to say but we'll get into that for sure all right so this week luka averaged 46 about 13 rebounds and 10 assists in the past four games. Uh, the Mavs that they had this week all wins as the Mavs are looking to climb the West. Absolute crazy stat line to end 2022 uh, and to enter the new year overall. Uh, he's looking like the best player in the NBA right now with the stats that he's putting up, which is literally insane. Nothing we've ever seen before, um, especially this past week. I did have down that the Mavs just need to offer this man some help. Um, before it is too late. I agree. But yeah, let me hear your thoughts on Luca's week. So yeah, um, obviously it's historic, but he beat the Rockets twice, the Spurs, and the Knicks. Do you think that has anything to do with it? I believe yes and no because of how poor the rest of the Mavs team is. I mean, they had a close game with the Knicks, for sure. I mean, as it went into overtime, as Luca hit that big shot and was doing his little dance afterwards. We need to come up with a name for that for sure. Um, but I feel like that could have something to do with it. But regardless, I mean, Luka is just ridiculous. He puts up these kind of stats against great teams as well, um, as he's really the only bright star for the Mavericks to look at. Yeah, I think he's just on a tear and shows why, for me, he's a top three MVP candidate. I wish I could give him that <laughs> nod. I could say that. But, yeah, no, he's looking crazy. I mean, 46, 12, and 10. Over the past four games, it's just ridiculous. I think I saw a stat on Instagram today. It was 250, 50 rebounds, 50 assists um, in the past five games. First player to do that. Yeah, so that's ridiculous, yeah. Uh, but, yeah, that is Luca's insane week. Next, we've got a article from Bleacher Report. And uh, Zach Buckley was the one who uh, published the article, so shout out to him as well. Shout out to him for sure. Just going to go right into that. Uh, trade ideas for contenders this first trade i've got between the golden state warriors and the dallas magic the dallas Magic. The, wow wow the wow dallas wow magic. i was just thinking about the mavs i apologize <laughs> the orlando magic uh the magic received james wiseman moses moody did not pull a kendrick perkins there by the way uh a 2027 second round pick and a 28 second round pick and the warriors received gary harris and mo wagner this overall deal is centered around uh, getting depth for the Warriors, right. as Zach Buckley states in the article. I'm not sure. How are you feeling about this? So 
So yeah, I'm gonna say everything I wrote down. So I'm not a fan of this trade from the Warriors' perspective. I'm still higher than most are on James Wiseman, and he's shown flashes of being the player the Warriors selected second overall. I believe the Warriors should trade him though, but I feel like this is not enough for the Warriors. To trade. I I also had that down. I believe they should definitely dump Wiseman. I believe giving Moody away this quickly is not a right move, but they could get a bigger bag for Wiseman. I believe for sure. Uh, as his potential isn't rock bottom yet. If they yeah. keep waiting on this, it could definitely hit that. But Yeah, I agree. I also don't think Mo Wagner and Draymond Green on the same team is very smart. You know, Draymond's <laughs> going to add a couple knockouts to his belt. And the Magic, crazy. <laughs> the, the Magic big man depth is already too stacked to add James Wiseman minutes. I can really show agree. him the, the flashes that he really needs. Already with uh, Mo Bamba not getting the minutes exactly. he deserves. That's what I wrote. Um, yeah, they have Bobo, Paulo Bancaro, and Wendell Carter. Mo Bamba is also pretty serviceable, but doesn't get the minutes that he deserves. And I don't think that James Wiseman gets minutes over Mo Bamba. I would completely agree. This next one. This is a really interesting trade uh, between the Sixers and the Phoenix Suns. The Suns would receive Matisse Thybul, George Nang, Nyang, <laughs> not rocking with the name, and Jaden Springer. Who? Disrespectful. Um, and the Sixers just received, retrie- received <laughs> wow, uh, Jay Crowder for that. I'm not a fan. I think the Sixers are giving up two of their top players in, uh, as of recent, at least Matisse defensively. And uh, George has been playing nice. Had a big game the other night. He did. Christmas, I believe. But I do also like the addition of Jay Crowder for them. I think Jay Crowder could be an addition for a lot of teams that would help them out for sure. Yeah. Um. The 76ers pretty much get Thibel with offense with Jay Crowder. Um. He could be very helpful to Embiid and Harden in Philly. There's a 3 and D guy I think they need. The Suns get depth out of this, out of a guy who has not played it this year. And won't in Phoenix. So I think I actually like this trade the most. I believe if they maybe maybe the the Suns throw in like a second, I might be a bigger fan. I don't know. I feel like it's too deep of a bag for Crowder. As I am a big fan though. Um but this next one, I like this one. I like this one a lot. Really? Yes. The Hawks and the Pistons. Pistons receive John Collins. Um and the Hawks give up Bogdanovich. Corey Joseph in a 2023 and 2024 second round pick, all for John Collins. I'm a fan. I think John Collins just needs to get moved. He is a great underrated player, uh, and he's been proving that as of recent. Um, I'm not sure how the fit is on the Pistons. I just think I want to see John Collins get moved, and that's why I'm a fan of this. But let's pair the Bogdanoviches together. I guess so. I do agree with what you said about um, the fit, but. I don't really like the trade overall. The Hawks trade someone who's been in rumors for the past couple of years now, but I feel like this is not enough value for him. Although Bogdanovich is a guy who could help them out significantly, I do feel like there are teams that could better suit Collins, the Pistons. Although I do think that on the Pistons, you'd have some Jeremy Grant type performances. For sure. But um, I feel like that you would be better off on a contender team. I, I could see that. I think I'm just a fan because of um, him being moved. This one I know you're a fan of. Not sure how much a fan of based on the bag for it, but I think you're a fan of the move. It's between the Dallas Mavericks, got that correct this time, and the Chicago Bulls. Bulls receive Tim Hardaway Jr., Josh Green, Boo, Reggie Bullock, 
and Davis <laughs> for a 20 and a 27 first round pick for Zach Levine and Kobe White. I like this because I also want to see Kobe White get minutes. I think he is mm-hmm. semi underrated, but he's also thrown out some stinkers this season. A lot of stinkers. A lot of stinkers. Uh, I love. I'm a big fan of Zach Levine. I think he's still underrated. Had some great games this season. Could really be a leader and could really help out Luca, but I'm not sure how well he fits with Luca. But I think I'm a decent fan of this trade. Yeah. Um, the Mavs get their second start they've been looking for. You know, Porzingis didn't really work out, and now they're just kind of saying, "Here you go, Luca. Do everything on your own." Besides Christian Wood. Okay. Besides <laughs> Christian Wood. But this is a trade I like for them. Although I don't think Chicago would accept this. I think that Tim Hardaway Jr. is the only piece with real value. Besides maybe Josh Green, but I'm not a big fan of him. But if this trade went through, I think the Mavs would be a legit contender. For sure. I that I mean, that goes through the trade. Give me one trade you would like to see a team make. For any, any team? player. Any, any team. Any, any team. Because, I mean, we're, we're um, done through this article. I'd just like to hear just a random trade you want to see. As a Lakers fan, I want to see the Miles Turner Buddy Heel trade go through. We've been talking about I it for the past year. I completely agree. And I've just been waiting for it. Um, we need a big man badly. Although Thomas Bryant has been playing great. He, he, the game he had last night was very He's been solid. really good. But um, I think we need a better big man than him, especially for trying to make the playoffs. I think if we want to do anything in the playoffs, we need a guy like Miles Turner. And the shooting on that team has been really bad as well. So I think Russell Westbrook, or sorry, Buddy Heald would be great. I completely yeah. agree. I would I would say that trade as well. Um, but yeah, that about covers the trades, rumors-wise, at least right now, and hopeful, hopeful trades to go through. Uh, next is going to be our specific all-time draft against each other based on accomplishments with That's the teams. That's what I'm excited for. Again, been waiting the whole episode for this, huh? Yes, sir. All right, let's get right into that. We've decided to do rock, paper, scissors for whoever gets the first pick. I know y'all cannot see us, but we're going to get through this right quick for y'all. Two out of three. All right. Okay. Nick gets the first win. And Nick <laughs> sweeps right. this man. That was All easy. Right. All right. So I got the first pick. Um, We were kind of talking about this last night. I don't know how great of a pick this is going to be. But with my first pick, I'm going to go Kobe Bryant. He's got five titles, two finals MVP, an MVP. All-time great, for sure. Top 10 in my book. Um, but, yeah, great player. All-time. Spent his whole career with the Lakers. That's what I like to see. Lots of accomplishments. So that's why I went with my first pick. Okay. For the second overall pick, I will be selecting Kimi Kareem. Um, 13-time All-Star, 5-time NBA champion, 3-time MVP, MVP, 9-time All-NBA, uh, 2-time All-Defensive, NBA 35 member, NBA 50 member, an NBA 75 member. So he definitely has the accomplishments for it. Um, but yeah, I'm feeling pretty good about that pick. I like that pick as well. Um, next, I'm just going to solidify my backcourt, I believe. Ooh. This is a this is a hot take from Nick. Um, but I'm going to go I'm going to go Steph Curry. Wow. I know, There's I know, no I know. Way. Okay. Actually, can I change no, no, that? No, no, I, no, you cannot change that. You no, cannot I change that. I no, change you that. cannot change that pick. I didn't realize who else I had pick. on my board. With the fourth overall pick, that is, give me Magic I Johnson. I didn't even give my explanation. Okay, we can explain. Steph Curry, four titles, one finals MVP, first in three-pointers made all time, <laughs> two MVPs, first ever and only ever unanimous MVP. Um, Yeah, I'm definitely regretting this pick right now. So, that's all right. 
Wow. I feel like I got to steal the draft. No, I, I didn't even realize who I had on my draft board. That is amazing. Yeah, Magic Johnson, he played from the, with the Lakers for 1979 to 1996, besides his four HIV years. A 12-time <laughs> All-Star, 5-time NBA champion, 10-time All-NBA, 3-time MVP, 3-time Finals MVP, 2-time All-Star MVP, and NBA 75 MVP. Oh, I feel okay. like I just stole that. 9-time first NBA team. I just stole that. Yeah, I am embarrassed. I am completely embarrassed. Next, I'm going to go with my third guy on my draft board, though. I've gotten away with these top three. I don't know how great of a pick this is now. I'm kind of doubting myself. Uh, I'm going to go Shaq. Okay. Three titles with the Lakers, an MVP. uh, Stole, not stole, three finals MVPs away from Kobe. Um, Yeah, Shaq, dominant, most dominant player of all time. Uh, and that stint with the Lakers was exceptional. So, Definitely. I like to see that. Those are my top three. So I feel like I'm going to be playing a little bit of small ball right here. Go with uh, Oscar Robertson. Okay. So I like that. He got selected by the Kings in 1960. He played 10 years there. But in those 10 years, he was a 10-time All-Star, 10-time All-NBA member, um, one-time MVP, one-time All-Star MVP. He was also an NBA 35 member, NBA 50 member, and an NBA 75 member. But I just feel like when I was reading those accomplishments from him, if we saw that today, it'd be like different because ten years, ten All Stars, ten All NBA, like as a rookie All NBA yeah, appearance. That's that's wild for sure. Um, I think I'm just gonna keep going and solidifying positions. This could also be a wild, wild pick. Uh, this is less accomplishments than I would like to see, but big skill aspect. I'm gonna go Charles Barkley. Okay. Yes, at the four. I didn't uh, think you'd have him when you drafted. He had one MVP with his stint with the stun with the Suns and one Finals appearance. About all I got with the Suns, pretty much. Um, a great skill level player. Uh, still no rings, as Shaq likes to say. We got those two on the team together. I like to see that. Uh, but yeah, great, great skill level player. One of the top power forwards of all time. So I'm just solidifying. Just need that small forward now. With my second to last pick, I'm gonna go with. In my opinion, the greatest scorer of all time, and Kevin Durant, who's with the Warriors from 2016 to 2019. Wow. He's a three time All Star, two time NBA champion, two time Finals MVP, three time All NBA, and an NBA 75. Maybe. I'm just going to say this right now. I blinked that he even played for the Warriors. I, oh, really? Blinked. Not even on my draft board. Wow. That I feel a little disrespectful. I completely agree, but those fake rings really got those for you. Um, but yeah, no, big fan of KD. One of the greatest scorers of all time, for sure. Um, I like that pick for sure. I don't know who to go to, to compliment the rest of my team. Wow, this is difficult. I want to go him because I want to and not because they're great. But I'm going to go. I might just play some small ball as well. No. I'm not. <laughs> I'm gonna go for some bigger ball. Pause. I'm gonna. I'm gonna go. Wow. Um. I'll just give you the two guys I'm deciding on, which which should not even seem close at all. Wilt, obviously, but not a great stint right, with the right, Warriors. Right. Well, what about the Lakers? Not the greatest stint either. Okay. Or Pow. I just want to give Pow the, wow. the nod. I really wow. do. I think I'm gonna go Pow here. Okay. Uh, two titles, Kobe's sidekick, really. Uh, great, great overseas player, as we saw in the Dream Team documentary. 
that was a very fun documentary to watch. But yeah, I just wanted I wanted to pair those two together, so that's why I went Pow. I actually had 17 players on my draft board, did not have Pow, believe it or not. Really? So I'm also going between two players here. I thought you were going to go with Wilt for sure. So I got Wilt now and Elgin Baylor. Ooh, um, I like that. I'm going to go Elgin Baylor here. He was with the Lakers from 1958 to 1972. He's an 11-time All-Star, 10-time All-NBA, one-time All-Star MVP, then obviously NBA 35 member, NBA 50 member, and NBA 75 member. So, yeah, I feel like he's a great player to round off my team. Top probably five Laker of all time without really thinking about the five. Probably top five. Yeah, we're going we're gonna to release a poll on our Twitter uh, for y'all to decide who has the better team and who y'all got winning in that matchup. Uh, we're, we'll release that shortly after we release this episode to get y'all opinion. But yeah, rounding off a great first episode, y'all. How you feeling, Nick? I'm feeling great. I'm excited to be here and doing this for y'all. Uh, really just excited to be here with Austin. We've been talking about this for a while, so. I just, I'm sorry. I just realized Elgin's, Elgin Baylor's full name is Elgin Gay Baylor. I, I just had to say that real quick. But um, one more thing, shout out to Quay. Yes, shout out to Quay. That is one of our brothers, for real. Uh, we'll have to have him on for an episode or something. And then I have to give one more shout-out to Ryan. Um, Ryan and Landon. Ryan Landon, for sure. Because Landon, we were going to do a podcast with before. Shout-out to Landon. Bro is just too awkward. Uh, I love Landon. <laughs> love Landon, but, for sure. Yeah. Um, shout-out to Ryan, too. That's one of our big homies, for real. Ryan just uh, followed our Twitter, I believe. So, w? I believe so. Oh, yeah. Up to five now, is that? Something like that. Run him you up, know, though, y'all. Know. Run him up at um, the key pod. But yeah, um, I appreciate you guys for listening. We'll be back here soon. Yeah, Rounding out, to you guys this is the key. Thank y'all for listening. Peace out.